through now the Maimon of the Torah Parshish Kisaitse, the Maimon of the Lord So what does the Pasuk say? So the Pasuk quotes, and you know, this is Moshe Rabbeinu recounting what took place a little bit with the story with Bilam when he came to curse the Bnei Yisrael. So the verse states like this, God, your God, refused to listen to Bilam. And God, your God, turned around for you the curse to a blessing. The Rebbe is going to explain this idea in Avodah Hashem, how there's always a Bilam within you who is distracting you, who's trying to say bad, who's trying to cause you harm. And Hashem takes that and turns around. He's going to explain. This is what the Maimon is going to do. Explain this in the service of Hashem. But first, the Rebbe has a few questions in the very simple uh, text of the Pesach. Did you give me the text again? So the Rebbe asked, the first question the Rebbe asked over here, what's the, what's the surprise you're saying? God did not want to listen. I mean, of course, I mean, why, why should why should God listen to, uh, to, to uh, somebody like, like Bilam, who's a, who's a Russia? I mean, this is, it seems like we're saying, oh, and Hashem did not want to listen to you because Hashem loves you and everything else. But why would we want to listen to Bilam anyways? I mean, that's the... So, Lahovin, so we need to understand, what is this great and powerful surprise? Uh, the way the verse states it, it comes out in such a great surprise, that this, that Hashem refused to listen because to the voice of Ishbliyal, such an evil... Man, like the evil Bilam. So what's the what's the chiddush over here? I mean, what's the surprise? Vagam. Also, look at the language over here. It says Mahu. What is the meaning? What does means? He turns the curse to blessing. So if Hashem never listened to him, if Hashem never listened to him, so there was no klola. How could he take the curse and make it into a bracha when there was no clover? He didn't even hear what he said in the first place. And the Rebbe is going to explain. So the Rebbe says like this. Or inyan who? What is the idea? Sheyesh mekatrigim shemekatrigim al Yisrael. There are those who criticize their own the mekatrigim. Mekatrigim is like the sotan who is mekatrig. But besides, the Rebbe apparently is not, the Rebbe is not just the sotan. There are those that find fault and criticize the Jewish people. And he says, That's why we take Shofar uh, Rosh We were trying to confuse the criticize of the, uh, the prosecution attorneys or the people that are trying to... Who is this guy? Who is this... Who is these uh, people that... Um, um, are, are doing these things. So he says, Yisrael. He searches, he looks after the faults, the, the sins of Bnei Yisrael, and he looks after them to find fault with them. This is what we call the level of Bilam. That's a Bilam. A Bilam is one who comes and looks at this was also the way that Bilam was. He was always looking 
for a place where the Jewish people sit. You see, when he went, when he plotted with Balak, he was always looking to go. He was looking where the Jewish people sinned. They made a mistake and they worshipped the idol. So he went to look over there. He was going to remind Hashem, look how bad they are. He was looking for their faults. He was looking to criticize them. Or it says, by Yoshes El Hamid Barponop, to the desert, which is Mekoimes Shohoyu Asidim Shom Yisrael Lachatoy Kulu. Those were places where the Jews were going to sin in the future. So he was trying to point it out, he was trying to bring it out. And that's what he was hoping. So, the truth of the matter is, he didn't make up those faults. But he, those faults are true, they're endless. But yet, Hashem refuses to listen to those faults. Because now you ask me, what is the surprise that Hashem doesn't listen to Bilam? Because Bilam didn't make up stuff. Bilam said the truth. The only thing is, he pointed out the negative things about the Yid. And this is the praise that the verse praises. Even though he comes with a good argument, Apa became still. Hashem refuses to listen. So, what does it mean in this context? Here is Hashem doesn't want to listen to his words at all. There's two things. Sometimes you listen and you have a counter argument. Sometimes you don't even pay attention at all. You don't listen to what you're saying at all. I don't have to answer you even at all. The, Eivishter, the way Davishta deals with his bilams, he doesn't just answer them or find the favor instead. He doesn't listen. It's not that you have a, a response, a, 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 a proven response, or a, you, uh, you can uh, be, win the argument logically or something, you know. So, Ebster could have told this Sutton, no, no, you're not wrong, you know, because, you know, find an excuse for them, no. It's something that we don't listen, we don't accept, we don't listen to words at all without any reason or any Al-Tanev is going to bring out the same thing as in Avodah Hashem by the person. Sometimes with the Yetzir Horah, with the Bilam, which is coming to interfere with you and is not allowing you to daven, is not allowing you to do mitzvahs, he's putting you down, he's finding all kinds of reasons. So you could, you have to be able, you, each one of us has a Hashem and himself has a part of Hashem himself, which is a higher part in the Neshama which refuses to listen. You're not even going to go into a debate with the with the Yetzirah, with the Bilams. You're not going to go into a debate with trying to win them. You just employ your deeper sense, your Hashem Alekecha that's within you. And you say, So why is this so much? Why did Hashem not want to listen? So it doesn't say, it says Hashem didn't listen. But it doesn't, the verse doesn't say but it says, within the words of the verse, the reason it is, because it says, Hashem The Bir HaKosuf, the Pasuk explains that it's Hashem Alekecha, because he is Hashem Alekecha, that's what the Ki Mamish. Hashem is Mamish, your God. You say, you say Hashem is the God, and then we say Hashem is your God. It's a whole different thing if you're saying he's God, 
He's out there. He's somebody else. He's all everyone's God. But then you're saying, Hashem Elokecha means that it's your God, which means you are, uh, you have God within yourself. Shebechol nefesh b'Yisrael yesh b'chinas ba'ores b'shem habayim. Every soul of Israel has a level and a ray from the name of Hashem. So you have Hashem. Like the verse says, It says that a portion of Hashem is His people, which people are, have, are a portion of Hashem. And Yaakov is His inheritance. They are a portion and they are a ray from the shame of Ayim Mamish. Ayim Mashakosuf is a believer, a master, a Nechi. Sends you a reference to the Maimir Rey Nechi. So now we're going to explain how this Hashem Alekech, what does it mean that we all have in our soul? We have Hashem in our soul. What does this mean, Hashem is in our soul? Biyur, Inyan Zehu. What is the explanation of this matter? Kihine Bechol Nefesh Mi Yisrael Yesh Bechinas. Ava Hativis Hami, you said this, Midbaz, Bitave, Nafsha, Likis. That there is in every Jewish soul, there is a natural love which is founded and is and it's engraved in the soul, in the nature. It's in your DNA. We have this nature in ourselves. There's nothing else. Shaloi. Not to want to be separated from the unity and the oneness of Hashem. That's something which we have in deep ingrained in us. No yid wants to has the ability to separate himself from Hashem. So, such a partial thing. No yid wants to separate himself from Hashem. Of course, when we do an Aveda, so what happens? We separate Hashem. We do against Hashem's will. So we separate ourselves from Hashem. So, how do we do an Aveda? So if you look at the Gemara, the Gemara says, A person would not violate the Aveda unless there is a spirit of folly, a foolishness that enters him. Uh, other than that, he would not, he would not do an Aveda. What is, the, what is the spirit of the foolishness over here? What does it mean he gets a spirit of foolishness? He becomes foolish. What does it mean? It means... That foolishness that makes the mistake, it tricks the person to say that I can do against Hashem and I'm still Jewish. What does? In other words, had you known, that's what it means, you wouldn't do an Avera. Had you known that that is not true, that you do an Avera, you are separated from Hashem, then you wouldn't do it. The only reason you do it is because you think that you're still but to separate yourself from the blessed unity of the Ebishter, even a lightheaded amongst lightheaded means even a bum will give up his life to sanctity of the Ebishter's name. This is a nature, natural, it's so naturally. Because we say, Ne'er Hashem Nishmas Odom. The soul of man is like a lamp of Hashem, of the Shem Avayi, Ne'er Hashem. What is a Ne'er? What is a lamp? Kine'er, what are we equating it to a lamp? Kine'er Hadelik, like a flame, like a lamp that is, that is burning. 
The flame goes upwards on its own. There's no reason, there's no rationale. The flame doesn't see, oh, I want to go higher. But that's the nature. The nature of the flame is it goes up. It goes to its element of fire, which is under the sun. It, it draws upwards. The soul draws upwards naturally. That's its nature. So, okay, so what's the... So how come the person doesn't bear this? Because it is hidden and it's covered by a garment of a sack, which is gashmi, which is the physical body. And from that nefesh abahamis, from the animal soul comes that spirit of folly, of follies and of foolishness. So what's the job? We have to sort of wake up. We have to uncover. We have to wake you up. But when you wake up, that love that's within you, to the extent, ah, to the extent, that he the soul wants to leave its garments. Now it doesn't want to be covered anymore. You're going to wake up that love to go out of the garments of the covers. Then you come to the fear of a sin. Not to transgress even something light, which is only from the words of the scribes. Because the words of the scribes are also very, very important. Matter of fact, he quotes from the Gemara. The words of the scribes are even more serious than even the words of the Torah. Scribes being the rabbis. Rabbis. Okay. So, but why they call That's why they're called suffering, scribes. Because the Torah is the parchment that has been written, but somebody's writing the Torah. Who's writing the Torah? A sefer. The sefer writes the sefer. Who writes the sefer Torah? A sefer. So that means the writer, the sefer, is the one that makes the sefer Torah. That's why the 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 the, the chachamim are called the sefer because their job and their level is higher even than the level of Torah. So he gives you the rundown now. Uh, I'm sorry, I gotta go back two steps. Yes, bechinas sefer the sefer the sefer. He's trying to say where the sefer. There's a sefer, the one that writes it. Then there's the sefer, that's the book, the sipur. That's the story that you have in the book, right? So, sefer, in this case, that is the written Torah, that's the sefer. The sefer, who says a sefer, he is the one that made the sefer, he, bechinas, Torah Shabalpeh. That is the level of the oral Torah. Uh, that makes up the Torah Shabbat So now you're wondering, the Torah Shabbat takes from the Torah Shabbat How can we say the Torah Shabbat the Chachomim, they're called the scribes? How could they, how could, but this, the scribes are the ones that learn the Torah, the oral Torah comes, or is based on the written Torah, okay? But then the other one says no, because Eishas Chayil Ateles Bailu. We have the woman of valor, Aishas, a woman is a recipient, 
she becomes the crown of the husband, which means she is the mashpia. So, notwithstanding the fact that the Torah Shabbat is the recipient from the Torah Shabbat, it also returns, it has the level that is also the crown. Okay, so we have, so what does he just explain? That's why a sefer, it's, 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 it's a very high madrega, and he's basically saying to you that there is a level in the person which is very deep down, which is beyond the reason, and when he wakes it up, the question is, who wakes it up? That was came to the discussion. When you wake it up, at the time that you wake it up, so that is a connection in a level of a of a sefer, like on a high, even on, 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 on a very high level. That's like the when you say the name Yud Kivovki, so we say Chel Kavayamay, so it's like the point of the Yud. The point which is on top of the Yud tilts upwards. Veroimes, and what that hints to, Shehu Nimshech that you are drawn. The point shows I'm going up to the blessed Ein Sof. Who is beyond understanding. So the person needs to to wake it up. When you arouse it from below, you wake up the above. When you wake up your level of unreason, then you create that Hashem has no that Hashem doesn't want to listen. From a level which is higher than reason and rationale. Okay, so again, over here, what he says basically is that we have the love, and in order to get to a level which Hashem doesn't listen to all the interferences, we have to connect Hashem without any interferences and love Hashem totally, and then we get from Hashem the level of the other. In the mind we're doing those space now, we're discussing the mind there. Uh, that every yid has a, uh, a level of Ava Mesuteres, a hidden love. That's the name of Avayid, the Shem Hashem Elikecho. Hashem Elikecho. The Hashem is really uh, your God. This is the aid, this is part of your Nisham. So he's going to explain now how the different levels of the Yud, of the Shem Havaya, and the Hey, K, the first level of the K. Uh, and the Vav, and the other hey, how is it the Neshama? What does it mean, the Neshama? Hashem that we are, we have Hashem. What, what does it mean we have Yud K Vav K in ourselves? But he's going to say the fact that the Neshama has a level of Chochm, and the Neshama has a level of Bina, uh, which means Chochm means the level of subjugation to Hashem, and Bina means the level of understanding of Hashem. The Vav means the level of expression of Midas, and the Hay is the expression of Machshav Dibra That means that the Shem Havaya, which is in the Nefesh, as he's going to articulate over here. To explain the idea of the Yud of the Shem Havaya, the Altarebbe is trying to explain over here 
we said that the loy of Hashem, which is higher than a reason, because even if Bilam has the right uh, criticism, he says he is not doing averes, but Hashem doesn't listen to him. Why? He doesn't listen to him. He's not argumentative. It's not like a debate. He just doesn't accept it at all. Why? Because we're touching a level which is higher than one's intellect. In order to get to that level, that love of Hashem, we have to employ our level of Hashem. We talked about the level of Bittl, the Koytze Shal Yud. So now he's talking about specifically of the Yud, of the Sheim Avaya, Eichu Benefesh. Hineya Yud, Ubechinas Chochma. The level of Yud, that represents the level of Chochma. We know the soul has ten powers. The power of Chochma in the soul is represented by the Yud, that we say the Yud of the Sheim Avaya. What is Chochma? Chochma is a Koyachma. Chochma is a power of what? Which means, She bechinas hat simtum, te'enay, elo bechinas nekudachudu. The Chochma is a contracted, which is only in a nekudah, only in a point. The different chudu, which is an essence, which is a level of bit. Because when you're only a nekudah, means I'm only a dot, you're very small, you're not expanded. The level hey that follows, the bina that follows Chochmah is expansion. That means that that's the level in the soul where the soul expounds about Hashem. That will be the level of K. The level of Yud is the level of contraction, the level of bit, the Inyan. So why is there such a contraction over here? Because it's known that in order for it to be created, the level of Chochmah, when we talk about Chochmah, is the beginning of when the Hishtalshulus is revealed. So when we start talking about Hishtalshulus, a revealed Ishtalshlus, a revealed evolution, we start from the level of Chochmah. A reveal. No Keser and Oisof, that's not revealed, that's hidden, that's called in the hidden one. But the revealed starts from the level of Chochmah. So that means that is the point, uh, that is the point where you get from into Gilead. So that's the point in where it changes around. Ein Sof is way higher from this evolution or chain reaction that Ishtalsos which goes step by step. So here you have to make the jump. You have to make that leap from Ein Sof, which is infinite, to a beginning of infinity. Now you're starting to talk already about Ishtalsos. So you need Chochmah is the place in where the first change, that the visible change that we see from the Ein Sof becoming into a Who are you there? Yeah. So how does that take place? How do we make that? How does a leap from Ein Sof to Shtausos take place? Who are it is through many contractions, tzimtzum, and the descent of that light with one obscurity after another obscurity 
עד שיורדו ונמשכה האורם מצומצמועטס ומצומצמס מאוד. Until you have extended from it a very little contracted light after all the tzimtzum. What would be an example for this? So the Altanevah brings now example. Kedimyon, that would be similar. Ha'orda ha'yoytzes derech sadeh sarish. If you have the uh, ray, the shine that comes through the hair, the hairs of the head. Now, in the various different tzimtzumim, there's also various different marshal. The marshal of Cyrus is considered to be a very powerful tzimtzum. The marshal of Cyrus of here. So as he gives the example. They grow and they nurture from the brain which is in the head. By means they through the skull which covers, which hovers over the Maikin. So what is this called? That blocks and covers the intellect itself, the, or the intellect itself, so they should not be revealed. So that through it covering the moichin, so then the hairs can grow from the bone of the skull, which hovers and covers over the moichin. So basically what he's saying over here, in order for hair to grow through the skull, you need the skull to cover the intellect and to hide the power of the intellect. And the hair comes through and it gets from the, through the gulgoilus, then it grows in the gulgoilus, and then it goes in the skull. How much of the moichin it nurtures from the life, from the head, how much of the of the brains is in the, how much life of the brain is in the hair? It's a very contracted life that you have in the hair, is a very contracted, very little life. It has no relationship, it has no value next to the shine of the Meichen itself. The, the, the life in a hair has very little, no connection, no relevance to the power and the light of the Seichel, of the, of the Meichen. Just like here themselves, the physical here, has no relationship and no value next to the brain, the energy which is in the here has also no shari afilu because the proof for this is even if you cut the hair you're not going to feel any pain in the meichen at all so it means that the connection and the relationship that it has with the meichen is very little likewise just like this example and more this infinitely more than the marshal that we can bring down, this creation from chokhmah, from higher from the blessed light of the Ein Sof, even more, infinitely more, than the relationship between uh, the here and the moichen.
Shahur Ram Vinisa Khulu, the Abishtar is exalted and he's raised. Yoiser Mis Habus Hamidis Abhidaminachabad. More than the Midis, the level of love and fear as they come from Chabad. We find a relationship that when a person uses his Chokhmah and his Bina to reflect and understand about Hashem, he will create a level of love and fear to Hashem. Midas will be created. So the uh, relationship between the Midas and the Seichel that creates them there is a connection over there. But the Eberster, in his relationship, the Einsof, with Chokhmah, is totally higher. When we talk about how Midas come from Chabad, then the essence of the Chabad is dressed up in the Midas. But when we talk how Chokhmah comes from the Einsof, the Einsof itself doesn't dress up in the Chokhmah. But the creation of the Chokhmah for the Eirin Sof Baruch Hu Ein Atzmus Eirin Sof Baruch Hu The essence of the, the whole Ein Sof, the essence is not dressed up in it. You don't have the whole Ein Sof dressed up in Chokhmah. Elo Ha'ore Mu'etes Umitzum Tzemes Min Ha'elem Only a very small and contracted shine ray from the hell. Chokhmah itself dresses up in Midas, but the Ein Sof is only out of success. The Hainu, which is, what means like this, Lachar, what does it mean, Helem? Lachar, Ha'elem, Behester, Atzmus, Eidus, Sobarucho. After the Atzmus, the essence of the Ein Sof, hides himself. So first, Hashem sort of goes into hiding and does not reveal. Ukebeshekosuv, like the verse states, Yoshes Chayshech Sisrei, that Hashem places the place of his hiding darkness, which means nobody knows. He's obscured, he obscures himself, he goes into hiding. That he hides in the level of darkness and obscurity. So, in order that there should be a revelation of a ray in Chokhmah, he has to remove himself, he's not there. Which is Reshis Gilu Ishtaushlus. Chokhmah is the beginning of the Ishtaushlus. So Hashem removes himself in order to be able to come down to the Ishtaushlus. Vizau Hashem Moloch Geus Lovesh Chulu Avtikin Tevel Chulu. The Posik says Hashem dresses the garment of Geus, meaning of Horeus, high. That's in order of taking table to create the world. In order to create the world, Hashem needs to sort of remove himself from the world, make a helm so that there can be the gilu. table. In order for it to be, Hashem should create table, the whole world. So the blessed Esau needs to be dressed up in a garment and a cover, not to be revealed. 
So that it shouldn't shine and be revealed as is, but in a level of tzimtzum. So, v'zehu shekosuv breishis boro elikim chulu. That in order to be breishis, and he touches here in order to be chokma, which is the beginning, because the very beginning is chokma. So to be breishis, it has to be boro elikim. It has to come through the shem elikim. It has to come through a level of tzimtzum. V'zehu breishis boro elikim chulu. Breishis is begilui bechinas reishis, the revelation of reishis, bereishis, which is hagilui bechinas chokma. When we say revelation, we're talking about chokma. We're saying is bara alikim. It comes through alikim, which is bemidas hatzimtzum. It comes through contraction. In order to have the bereishis, it's bara alikim. Ukemaimer azal, as our sages tell us, that bitchila. That originally Hashem's thought was, so to speak, to create it. What does it mean? It means it needed to be, it, it means it needed to be a tzimtzum in order to be revelation. It cannot be revelation as is. Because that is a contracted ray in order. Why is the ray so contracted? So that there should be uh, the beginning of Ishtalshulus in Ishtalshulus What does it mean uh, by the person a little bit to understand it? We're talking about in the person's understanding. We're talking about Reishis Hagilui. Reishis Hagilui, we're talking about the Ain Sof in the world. But we also talk about a person, when a person is davening, which is the beginning of the person's revelation of seeing Hashem. It's a process, that process, you have to, you're trying to understand and meditate and reflect on the Ein Sof. How do you get the Ein Sof to come to you and to be able to, to, uh, to reflect? It has to be a jump from the Ein Sof into a human mind, in a mind of a person. And the Reishis Agilui comes through the level of Chochmah, and then eventually goes down to Bina, and then it comes down to the Midas. Ki now we the Chochmah, the Chochmah, that is the Chochmah, is what the person possesses. The Chochmah that we possess is Reishis Gilui HaSoga Vahavone Be'erin Sobaruchu. That is the beginning of the revelation of the understanding in the Blessed Insof that we experience. It starts with Chochmah. Now, really, we don't understand till it comes down to Bina. It's revealed to us in a way that we can connect. That's the level of Bina. That's the upper level of the hay. That's an expansion of it really is revealed in uh, Bina over there. You have the width and the length. You have the Malakulamus of all the experiences. But in Chokhmah, it's Bechinas Helam. It's there, but you don't yet. It's the Nakuda. It's the point where. It's there, but it's not there. It does not shine and be revealed. 
It's just like a lightning that lightens in the mind of the intellect of the person by way of example. So that's the level of Chochmah. However, had the oil not been contracted in the level of Chochmah, and going back to the world, there could not be an expansion of it would, everything would have been bottled there would be no existence because then the world would be non-existence they would be totally non-entities they would be nothing and zero, actual zero so it would be, could be no creation without the symptom there would be uh, no creation. The point is, even now, the Rebbe Al Rebbe is saying there's also no creation. But at least we're considered like nothing. We feel ourselves like something. But then there would be nothing. There would be nothing. Nothing. For also now, after the worlds were created, before Hashem. Everything is like nothing. So, if we see a whole world that appears to us as a world, it's still nothing for even now after the tzimtzum, it's still nothing for Hashem. But rather, we're saying it's like nothing. But we're not saying there is nothing. We're saying everything is like nothing before Hashem. It's like nothing, but it's not saying everything is nothing, because there is through the tzimtzum. It's kiloi, but we're not saying loy mamish. In addition, we're saying vavgam zois. Even when we say it's like nothing, It's only before Hashem, it's nothing. But for us, it is something. For the created being, the whole world is something. We're saying kamei before Hashem, it's like nothing. So first of all, you're saying it's like nothing. You're not saying it's nothing, and you're also saying before Hashem, as opposed to in front of the creation. It is a, a big something. This is with the symptom. But if the, uh, the blessed light of the Ainsov would have been revealed as is, then they would be totally subject. It would be nothing. It would be nothing. Not nothing, not only like nothing, it would be nothing. And not only would be nothing. So this is why our sages tell us. That the show Rabbeinu was upstairs in the on the mountain in the heavens with the Malachim. So what did the Malachim criticize? What did they say? They used the verse of Tilim. What is a man that you remember him? Why are you giving the Torah to the human beings? So he says that Hoshiat's boy. Ebishter told Moshe Rabbeinu to answer, and uh, then it says that the Ebishter stuck his small finger amongst them. Sorry for me, burnt them. They're complaining, so he stuck his finger and he burnt them. What does that mean? What does it mean, the idea that Ebishter stuck his small finger? That's a revelation. There came a little bit more revelation. Pirush. Shahoyshid vihimshich. He wants to say that when you give too much level of revelation, too much oir, Things is in this battle that he's trying to give the marshal for the uh, world that if it were too much oil, there would be no world. It was so the malachim 
the Abish, they gave him a little bit, a finger, a little small extra oil that they can't handle. So they burned, they expired because they couldn't tolerate anymore that great level of energy. They became total bottle. That Hashem gave, extended a revelation of His essence more than the measure and the amount which is contracted for the Malochim to understand, which is Ma'at Mizair. He gave a little bit more. That's why we call it Chinas Etzboyaktana. We call it His small finger. He gave him a little bit more. Boom. We'll see, they burn. By the Pardis, with Chilosim, the same Sefer Yitzirus, Eses Firis Blima, Misper Eser Etzboy. He says the ten Firis Blima, number so the, the fingers match up with the ten spheres. So giving them one finger, <laughs> giving them small finger is like one of the spheres, giving them a revelation. So what's happened? So he ended up burning them. What do you mean? So they burnt and they were totally uh, bottled from their existence. They were like they were never there. Rak had it is symptom that causes the creation of the world. In other words, how could you have the world? You can have the world through symptom. And that's the level of Yud. And that's the level. Then later on it comes down to the Hey. So what does it have to do with the soul, with the Yud and the K, with the Chochmah Bina in the soul of the person? What does it have got to do with that? Because originally all of this creation of the worlds took, bla- t- took place because that's what Hashem wanted. Hashem wanted to create a world, so Hashem wanted to be Mamshik, he made a tzimtzum, and he, uh, and he created the world, and therefore the world is what it is. But later on, Hashem says to the Jewish people, you have to be Mamshik me into this world. In other words, it's your job to create that it should come down from the Ein Sof into the world, should come down into Bina, it's up to you. There needs to be Yisurus of the Latata to bring down that Yisurus Leila. There's no more free lunches anymore. Now you got to work to bring down that oil. And the way we work it is in a similar way of Chochmah Bina. When we work with our Neshama, our level of Chochmah in our soul, and the level of Bina, that brings down the Ein Sof, that the Ein Sof should come down into the level of Chochmah to vitalize the world. So the beginning of the creation of the world it was He wanted kindness. Hashem wanted to do it on His own. However, Hashem needs to constantly recreate the world. Saying the davening with Hashem's kindness He renews every day constantly the act of creation. So Hashem constantly recreates. What does it mean, creates? He creates an entity that there should be a level of yesh. From the level of every day. Why? Every day there is a new shine, so there's something new talking about it. And the Al Rebbe adds in the bracket, 
Every hour there's also a new Shemavaya. In some places they say every second, because there's a... But over here, the changes, the actual formation of a new Ha'ara, every day there's a new Ha'ara, every day. It has to be constant. That's another point of it, because of the Basemtavs and the Holy... But it also there's a, 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 a practical change of Ha'ara's that every day changes Ha'ara's. And every hour it changes because the different combinations of the name of Hashem, the way it's well, works at a different hour. Hmm. So now, there is a, uh, this hinges on Sarusa de Latata and the arousal of, of above. And therefore, what do we have to do? We need a contraction and this obscurity also in our avoider that we're arousing from below. Just like Hashem is mitzamtzim himself, so we need to be mitzamtzim ourselves to contract ourselves. What does it mean contracting ourselves means? It means to give up our rutsin, to contract our wills. We want this, we want that. It says to subjugate your wishes, your wills. To contract and to conquer all your desires which are not for Hashem. Now this includes thought, speech, and action. Whether it's in thought, which is there's many thoughts in the heart of man, but God's advice is what takes place. So contract your machshava. And also in speech, don't have your speech be and your, the ear of your mouth as you wish. Just talk whatever you wish to talk. Contract it. Make a symptom. And also in action. Quoting the verse. Close your eyes not to see bad. Don't follow after your hearts. Bain be Easter, whether it's actually a prohibited thing, Bain Beheter, even if it's permissible. Even things that are permissible, you should also restrain yourself. This is the level of Tzimtzum that we have to. This would actually apply in the entire measure of the person, the person's height, meaning in all of the person. He talked about Machshav Dibur but he says it's in the whole life, everything in your life, in whole entire frame, the whole shiur the whole standing of the person. To throw away your soul and your wishes and your wants and your needs, uh, uh, throw it away. Where does that level in your soul that you can give up yourself? That's not intellectually. That's not bina. That's chokhmah. That's the level of bittel. That's the bittel is That level of bittel comes in level of chokhmah. Ki is beriru because it's in chokhmah that things are sorted out in the level of chokhmah. Levarir hatoiv mehora to sort out the good from the bad. Ulevatel rotzin hara and to nullify. The bad wishes, because of the good, which is in the power 
of Toiv, which is in the Chokhmah the Nefesh Vilochein, Omer Razal Kaddish is Atzmecha. They say Kaddish is Atzmecha. The word Kaddish represents Chokhmah because Chokhmah helps you. Kikadish Ubechokhmah. Because, like we say, Kimoi, Kaddish Li Kol Bechoyr. The firstborn is a Kaddish Li. So over there you see that this is the level of Chokhmah. Okay, so what happens? So this is basically the level of bittel, the level of subjugation, the power to give up comes from your level of chokhmah. Through this bittel of the arousal of the that he removes himself you give up, you remove, and you remove my own wishes, and you do it what? And you want to be bottle to Hashem. What I want is nothing, and you give everything up. So what happens as a result? Then this brings up a arousal from above. That there should be the solification, the removal of the essence of the anus of Baruch Hu, because we need a world. That it should only shine in a way, not to come revealed, only in a way of one obscurity after other obscurity, to create the darkness where he dwells or where he sits, which is light, darkness, and not light. Uh, which is an obscurity. So how do you get the revelation of Chochmah, which takes place through this obscurity, through Hashem hiding His Ein Sof? So then that is Chochmah, that will bring a Chochmah. How do we get the revelation of Chochmah? Through the Chochmah in your soul, you get the Chochmah from the Ein Sof. So it's very interesting. It seems like we're working all for Tzimtzum. <laughs> the whole time we know we're working for Gilui. But the answer is, the only way we can have Gilui is through the Tzimtzum. So it means we have to start off. The Altarab is going to continue, but it doesn't stop with the Tzimtzum. So you start off, you're Avoidus Hashem, you're Davening, and there's a reflection with the level of Bittl to Hashem. You give up your returnness. And then you start reflecting and start appreciating coming down by Hasoge as we continue to learn. We're going to do Ois Gimel. Um, the Alter Rebbe is going to continue in the Maimir of Leovo. The Alter Rebbe is going to continue to explain what is the Shem Havaya that we have in our soul. He started off with the level of the Yud. And the level of the Yud uh, is the uh, level of, uh, of Chochmah. Chokhmah uh, brings the person to a level of bittel, of subjugation, beyond grasping, beyond the person's ability to understand it. And therefore, also, he elicits from above also a tremendous level, a level which is higher than the level of. Uh, Understanding, which is the level of Chokhmah. We'll continue now. The Inyan Hahei Gimel, the Inyan Hahei Shel Shem Havaya Shebenefeshu. 
So what is the idea of the hay that's in the, that is in the Shem Havaya? After the Yud comes the hay. So we have two hays actually. We have the uh, first hay and then we have the second hay. The first hay, he beginas bina ilah. That is the supreme bina, the bina of above, of atzilus. You have yud chokmos and bina. That's level of bina. Beginas, he's pashed the sahay. That is the level. The letter yud is a tiny letter, is a nekuda. The hay is a expanded letter. The hay has beoyrech. It has length. And Reichab and with, which represents both the level of that emanates in a way that it fills the world and the level that emanates in a way that it surrounds the world. From the contracted Nukuda, from the Yud, comes his Pashtus. What is it interpreted in the soul of the person? His pashtus v'israch was ha-soge min borok ha-mavrik That is the expansion and the widening of that idea, what you grasp from the, from the lightning, that lightning in your mind, shubichinus nekuda, which comes in a way of nekudukudu, liyes marchiv daitu binosoi bigdulas in sobaruchu, so for the person to widen his understanding, and his his knowledge and understanding in the greatness of the Ein Sabarhu. Uh, how Hashem fills and uh, surrounds the world in one shine, one contracted shine. So he has a understanding. So the chilik between the Chokhmah and the Bino. The Chokhmah accepts it in a way of Bittu, and the Bina expounds on it and understands it in a way that he grasps it and he takes it apart. So when a person is studying and, and learning and reflecting and contemplating, he's taking that Nakuda and he's widening. So what happens when the person takes it apart, this idea, that also brings it eventually down in his Midas, because now, this through this there will also be an expansion and a revelation in the heart. And there will be a flaming and a fiery, sparkling fire of love. So that will become once the understanding, once the person understands. Also, the soul will rejoice, will be happy in Hashem, the maker of it. How does that take place? That comes through the widening and the reflection in the heart. That is also the uh, verse that says, the mother of the children rejoices. So that bonim is bino. The mother of the bonim, the bina, actually, the bonim is the ava, uh, and the ava that it should be the level of simcha comes through the aim, comes through bina, because when you have the reflection and you reflect with your heart, that brings you about the level of simcha.
So, Visaruso diletato libichinas, ligilu bichinas heizu, hibichinas teshuva ilah. So, what is the arousal of below to reveal that hay? So, you have that hay is in your heart. So, to get that ava, to get that simcha, you have to have the level of teshuva ilah, the supreme level of teshuva mimata lemailo, from below to above. Vezehu teshuva toshuv hay. We have to return the hay. So, what does it mean? By Yitzaku el Hashem batzar lohem. That they cry out to Hashem when things are pressed for them. Because this descent from the light of the blessed face of Hashem is in a way that it makes him uncomfortable. Or in this case, it's a very contracted level. It's a small and a correct and a contracted rate. Why does the person cry out to Hashem? Because he feels uncomfortable with the level of contracted level that he gets uh, in such a contracted way. Uh, and that brings about that he wants to bring the hay uh, back up to the youth. Especially if a person places on himself, you know, the guilt, you know, his own is reflects. Person reflects on all of his actions, speech, and thoughts that were not for Hashem. He comes with vanity and in darkness he goes. So therefore, So therefore he'll place his heart to Hashem, his spirit to Hashem, and his soul he will gather up to Hashem. He want to connect to Hashem. The person is uncomfortable with, to begin with, with the light that comes down into this world. That's a small light, but Salaam. On top of that, when he examines himself, he gets even more realization that he has spent his life in vanities and in darkness. So therefore, he wants to leave this situation, he wants to connect to Hashem, he wants to go up. And a spirit brings the quote it brings down the spirit and it draws down the spirit so it means when you turn to the abishter uh then the abishter comes to you so this is all a reflection of the dabbling this is circles and goes around the whole in dabbling the whole idea of the dabbling this is what we do with the dabbling his to reflect to reflect and to realize the scent of the infinite light with such a small and contracted love. As we say then in the Hallelujah, we say actually Hallelujah as Hashem. We only praise the name of Hashem. We can't praise Hashem Himself. Only Hashem's name, because we have no 
connection to the uh, grasping name because it's only mitzumtzum, it's only contracted name. V'yishtabach, what do we say? Shimcholad, may his, your name be praised. Again, it's only the name. Bichdei, so what is the, why are we davening? Why are we doing all this? Bichdei, in order, shall yideizeh, through this reflection and realization that this is all only a name and as much only contracted a little bit of the insof, so then so in order to fulfill you should love in the Shema you're saying love Hashem mamish. in other words you don't Want that haora mitzumtzemes? You want you loving Hashem, not the shame, not only the name of Hashem, but Hashem Himself. Hashem alikecho liyus gilu eiden sobaruchu mamish. That should be gilu eiden mamish. That's what we achieve when we say Shema Yisrael Hashem alikenu after the preparation of the psukei de zimra, in which we uh, realize that the relationship between Hashem and the world that we can grasp is only a level of tzimtzum, it's only a small it's only a shem mm-hmm. and this is what we're asking Hashem we're asking Hashem that there should be a revelation of this expansion of the Ebrishtus in the length and the width in the heart and in the soul yes what does it say? Return us with a complete shuva before you. Just say, return us with a shuva shleima. What is the emphasis lefonecha? Because we, what we want is bring us back to teshuva that we're saying that we want to return is we want to return not just to the external levels, to the level of shame, but we want the pneus, we want the fanecho, your face. We want pirush, lies, hamshochas, panecho. What we want is to draw down your face, pnimiyusecho, that's your inner. Return us with a shuvah shleimah, the fanecho, so that we'll bring down the panecho, that we want the actual uh, blessed light of the Ein Sof. Not a shame. Like the verse says in the Birchas Kohanim, we say, Yoir Hashem. We don't say Yoyer Hashem Eilecha, God will shine to you. But Hashem will shine to you His face, His countenance, meaning the Pneumius will shine to you. The Indian Havovke Benefesh. So, what is now the Vovke? So, we discussed the Yud, we started the K. Now, what is the Vovke in the Nefesh? The idea of the Bovki is that there should be the revelation in Torah Mitzvahs to actually fulfill the Mitzvah, to do the Mitzvah. That's the Bovki in your soul. The Yudke is reflection. The Bovki is the observance. How is that? We have Torah and Mitzvahs. So the Vov is the Torah and the He is the Mitzvah in general. There is a voice calling in the desert, move for the way of Hashem. Which means, you're calling down, 
koil hatoyre, koyre derech Hashem v'gilu eidu isbarach. That we're trying to bring down that this koil koyre to reveal the Torah reveals the way of Hashem and revealing Hashem's light. Afilu uchinas midbar. Even in a level of midbar, we're saying Hashem's voice calls, make way in, away for Hashem in the midbar, which means this world is called that this is this world. So we're saying, make a way, there's somebody calling in the desert, make way for Hashem, that's the way for the Torah to be mamshik the Torah into this physical world. So that in world it should be, I should see the Kodesh, in other words, the Kodesh, which is the level of Torah, the Kodesh El to bring down the Kodesh El or in this case, to bring down the level of Chochmo Bina, to bring them down into this world, into the, into the Midbar. So you have the Vav, that's the Torah, the Torah brings it down into action. That goes into the bottom hay. So the Vav goes into the hay. That is the level of action. So you take the Chokhmah and the Bina that you have, you bring it down into the world in Elam Hazer, and it translates into Maisa, which is Maisa Hatzidoka. It should be the act of Tzidoka. Maisa Don't just be charitable benevolent in your heart, in your head, but in Maise, Davke, the Maise Tzedakah. And when we say the act of Tzedakah, we're not just talking about literally giving charity, but we're also talking about Maise Tzedakah, the charity, every mitzvah is a charity, is a Tzedakah. Tzedakah eklolus ha-mitzvah. Generally, the general mitzvah is the mitzvah of Tzedakah. That's the general mitzvah. Kikimoi, why are mitzvahs charity? What is the charity? Because what tzedakah does, it vitalizes the uh, poor person, uh, the, the person doctor. You give them tzedakah, you're raising them up. Same thing is uh, mitzvahs raise up all the people. That brings down a light. Just tzedakah, you give them money. Over here, it gives us energy. Just like charity is to vitalize this spirit of the down, the people who are low down, generally mitzvahs are to draw down the vitality and the blessed light of the blessed below into this physical world. The Torah teaches us what to do. It comes down. But the Maise is the actual action that you do in this world. And the glory of Hashem is revealed below. And that's why the word Tzedakah has a hay at the end. We're saying that the level of hay is the level of Maise. It's the level of Tzedakah. That is the level of the hay. Kitzedek because when we say tzedek, righteousness fills your right hand, shenikra, tzedek, beloye, then it's called tzedek without a head. Tzedek molo yimenecha. Baruch But when your hand, is, right hand is full, he spashed which means you bring down the chesed 
into Olam Haza, Azayu Nikra Betoisus Hay Tzedaka. Then it's called with additional hay with level of tzedakah. That's when you got the hay, which means that you bring it down into the world. Tzedek by itself is not yet impacted in the physical world. Tzedakah is the tzedek when it comes down to the hay, when it comes down into the physical world. Does tzedek mean? So how does this come into this revelation of the Maisa? That comes through the Vav. So you have the Vav. The Vav is Amshokha. And that brings down the Torah Amshokha. And the very simple idea is you're not going to know how much tzedakah to give or what to give tzedakah or how to do the mitzvahs, how to do all the tzedakah, how to bring down the energy if you don't learn the Torah. So the Vav is Mamshach, the Torah into the Vav, tells you in this world how to behave, what to do. That's the Vav. And the hey is the acting upon the Vav. Now, this is all the Shem Abaye, which is the godly soul. That Havaya dresses up in the Nefesh Abahamis because it dresses the Nefesh Abahamis to sort it out and raise it all up together to serve, to service Hashem. That's your Havaya, that's your name of Havaya that you have within yourself, that you work with to change around your nefesh Bahamis. But when you, do, when you do work with your Shem Havaya, you get a gift of a Shem Havaya from above. So your Shem Havaya elicits the Shem Havaya from above. So that's what he says. There is a level of Hashem which comes from above. And that's what it says. Because God, your God, loves you. So what do we say? Hashem didn't want to listen to Bilam. Bilam wanted to curse you. Hashem turned around his curse to a blessing because Hashem loves you. Peter Shahib, what does it mean Hashem loves you? Hashem loves you is Loshim Poil Yoitse. That is an act that comes out, which means Hashem is the one that gives you the love. So you have a love within you, and then meaning Hashem gives you, makes you love. You know, there's a love that comes by yourself, and then there's a love, a gift that Hashem gives you. Not normally, how do we teach Ahevcha? God loves you. Here we're teaching, God gives you a love. That love to Hashem, there's a Ahevcha which comes because of yourself, and there's a Ahevcha Shuhamam Shikhbacha. He gives you the level of Ava which comes from above. So that you should love Hashem like it comes from the Shem Avaya above. So he is Arusa del Eila Shalifneo is Arusa del Tato. That comes before the Sulus Tato. Which means before you can start your own avoider of love, you need the Eibishter to give you that koyach that you should want to love the Eibishter. Of course you have in your heart the love, but how are you going to tap into that love to Hashem? Hashem gives you milmailo, 
which precedes this Rusa de la Tata. So that you should be want to come to love. Umishom Hashem From there, Hashem turns the curse into into blessing, which means Hashem takes sins and makes it into into mitzvahs. That they should become like Zochis Mamish. So eventually you get to the level of Hashem doesn't listen at all because you have to start from somewhere. The Al-Tarebbe asked the question, we'll see, the Al-Tarebbe asked the question, the Maimer, if Hashem doesn't listen to Bilam, why does Hashem have to turn over the blessings, the curses to blessing? He never listened in the first place, so there was no curses over there. No, that's the second step when there is no blessing because you employ your level of Shema Vaya. But to start with, you're in the dumps. You have zdoinus, you have sins, you have mistakes. How are you going to get out of that dump to begin with to start working with your Abba? So, because Hashem loves you, Hashem gives you that level so that you should turn yourself around. And once you turn yourself around, then you'll come to the higher level. Let's look inside. The beating is there. Who, what is explaining these ideas? The power of a Baal is great. They pull God with more force. That is the level that we say in the Shema. With all your being, which means more than your soul can contain. It's beyond containment. You, you love Hashem very much, so you can't contain it. What does it mean you can't contain it? It means literally that a person's life, just in literal Mesiris Nefesh, the story with Rabbi Lezben Durdai, that he put his feet between that, and he partially expired from all of the love of Hashem. He, was a big, he did a lot of Averis. And he wanted to do Teshuva. So he physically has expired. That's the mysterious Nefesh in actuality. But Hain, we're also talking about We're talking about to expire means to give out your ego. You give up yourself to become null before Hashem. To expire your soul that I carry my soul to you. Ubchinas, ubchol. Only by screwing it up and then fixing it. Or yeah, that's that that the Balchuba has the higher yeah madrega. That's when you reach out to the higher madrega when you fix it. When you're doing the loisasa, you're uh, you're you're doing you can't do a loisasa technically. That just like ten lines. Ten lines left. You want to finish? Okay. Just just look. Okay. Okay. Right here. Yeah. Ubchinas, ubchol that's a level which is revealed is revealed more by Baal Shuvah, more than Tzadikim. Tzadikim it's the level of Tzadikim, etc. And the reason is, but Baal Shuvah is B'chol Medecho, by Tzadikim, there is just but by Baal Tshuva is 
because the advantage of the light that comes specifically from darkness through this since that he places the guilt by himself how it was in vanity that he's come and it touches him till the soul for that reason he will cry out to Hashem because he is very pressed and the great yell out will be to Elikim that will be more than his soul can contain this is the idea of so you have the Yudke, the first letters of the Shem Havaya when you put it together with the word Shmi you get the number of Shisa 365 Chulu which means that the loisas are connected with the yutke. That the loisas are in the name of yutke. That's higher than the esse, which is connected to the vavke, as we say over there, that zichri uh, with, um, with, with rama, with, 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 with vavke. Uh, comes out to Ramach, to the Asei, so the Asei is connected to the Vavke, and the Loises, the Yotke, Komeshe Kosuv, the Eretz Loizrua, so literally it means a non-sown land, but here he's teaching it, Be'eretz, where the Zerua is the Loi, the Loi is <coughs> the Loises that comes down, Shebechinas Loi, Hu Hanizra, Chulu Komeshe Kosuv, B'mokamachar, the level of Loi is that is sown as red, as elsewhere, because the shame yudke is higher than the vavke. So for that reason, we can't bring it down through the mitzvah say cannot be mapshich directly. It is not possible in the power of the soul to draw it down from there, from the level of yudke, in a way direct through doing something to bring it down. That would be by filling mitzvah mitzvah can't bring there from down from there. It's only when you keep the loisah that's uprooting your desire from the opposite. That's the way you can bring down the level of the loisah at the level of the yudke and the main thing is zusha minahepech tegodel meoid that this, that from the opposite, it will increase very much until it will come and reach the Bechinas to the level of which will be beyond the Nefesh being able to contain. About this it says, From the depth, on this level of Balchuva, this Doinis Nasi Lokizokha Akira Sarotsin, that becomes the depth. Kiyesh Yud Amokim, there is ten depth. Shaheim they correspond, Kinege, they correspond to Esir Bhinis Hanefesh, to the ten levels of the soul, which is Zayin Midoisigimul Sikhlim, the seven emotions and the three intellect. What is the depth of them? 
the depth, their depths. That's the root of each level. That's called the depth of darkness. That is a level of darkness. It has not yet come to be revealed in the soul. It's deep in the dark, not revealed. In that level of the Oymek, there is no dressing up in the body and the animal soul. So that level comes from the supreme midos, from the Evishter's level of Atsilus. They come from above. They're higher than those powers that are revealed in the soul. But when we have the level of Bukhol then we are revealed the level of Mimamakim. Umishom Krasikhavaya. Then you from there you call the Abishter from those depths, Liyasis Khachus, Bikinas Havaya Shabinefish. So that there should be a renewal of the level of Havaya in the soul. Viliyas Binefesh Havaya Zush Bikinas Mamakim. So this Havaya should become in the soul, this level of Havaya, which is the Mamakim level of Havaya. That was yet, not yet revealed in the Nefesh. Once we reveal that, Hashem turns the curse to blessing, meaning the sins become from that source, that's the place where Extends the forgiving of the sins. Bezorakta is the verse. Bezorakta lechemayim tohedim. I sprinkle on you clear waters. Chulu amechisikop shecha. I will forgive. I'll erase like a cloud. Erases the sins. Lachin emrim baseris yemechuva. That's when baseris yemechuva we say mizmeir zemimamachim. We say this mizmimamachim. Shabachol yoy mamshich aymek echot. Every day you draw down one depth, then you come on Yom Kippur, till Yom Kippur, you clean before Havaya. It doesn't mean you're going anywhere. That's the Havaya in yourself becomes revealed. That Havaya, which is revealed in the soul, from there, it extends to be the purification for the person and his soul.